Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Rob Schallenberger. You're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals. Rob is a best-selling author, former F-16 fighter pilot, Air Force One advanced agent, world-renowned keynote speaker and corporate trainer who's trained Fortune 500 companies around the world, executive coach, father of four, and the CEO of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. Now, here is Rob Schallenberger. All right, welcome back to our Becoming Your Best family. So excited to be with you today. So really what we're going to focus on here in the next few minutes is you. (laughs) Helping you accomplish your dreams and whatever it is that you want out of life. So let me ask you a question to start out here. Uh, This afternoon, this morning, this evening, whatever time it is where you are. How can having the right knowledge help you accomplish your dreams faster? Think about that. How can having the right knowledge help you accomplish your dreams faster? So for example, maybe you want to be a better parent or spouse. Maybe you want to start a business. Or maybe you already have a business and you want to accelerate the growth. Maybe you're in the sales business, uh, network marketing, and you want to triple your sales. Those are all great. How are you going to do it? And I'm going to share just a few of the habits that really set apart the most successful from everyone else. And it really fundamentally starts with a mindset. In other words, do you really want it or not? Are you willing to put in the effort to go get what it is that you want? Uh, And this just brings us mind a story. I was talking with a friend of mine. He's the CEO of a business that he started maybe two years ago. And he said, you know, I'm not really worried about getting knocked out. I'm not really worried about being disrupted. He said, because no one will out hustle me. And I thought that was a pretty interesting statement. Uh, He gets up at five in the morning and dedicates and invests an hour and a half into his own development. So he's not getting complacent. He's very focused on being the best in the world at what he does. And I love that statement. No one's going to out-hustle him. What a great motto to live by, especially if it's you know, focused on becoming your best in whatever area of your life that is. So how do you get the knowledge to be the very best in the world at whatever it is you want to do? And there's this adage, an acronym that many of you will be familiar with, especially if you've been through one of our seminars, and that is G-I-G-O. Now, a lot of the world would think garbage in, garbage out. Instead, we like to shift that around and say greatness in, Greatness out. In other words, whatever we're putting to our minds is what's going to come out. It's like, kind of like a computer. You know, you input something and then you can expect an output. We can't expect great results in our lives. You can't expect to achieve your dreams if a person is not willing to put in that effort and put the right knowledge in to have that output. So how do we then get the right knowledge? And notice I keep coming back to the word right. There's a lot of knowledge. We want the right knowledge. <laughs> And so I'm just going to share with you four habits that you can use in your life right now. And as you go through these and think about them, you know, maybe some of them have been things you have done in the past and you say, you know what, man, that was incredible. Why did you stop or why did I stop? And you can bring it back again. Or maybe it might be totally new and you haven't done this before. Uh, So let's just approach this with an open mind and ask, how can you get the right knowledge, maybe by incorporating some of these new habits? And the first sounds so simple. Yet in all of our interviews with hundreds of people asking them what sets you apart from everyone else, over and over, great leaders and high achievers are readers. And that's why number one is to read at least a book a month. And that's a great starting place because for many people, uh, it's been months since they've read a book or years. And let me give you two examples here. Elon Musk, 
He reads on average two books a day. Warren Buffett said he spends 80% of his time reading. That's why successful leaders are readers. And when I say leader, you know, that could be someone who stays at home. It could be a mid-level manager or running a large Fortune 500 company. Anywhere across that board. Here, here's a mind-boggling statistic for you. 43% of college graduates will never read another book the rest of their lives. Isn't that crazy? If you're leading a team, these are your employees. Maybe it's your kids, especially if they're already grown and out of the house. 80% of households in the United States did not invest in a single book last year. Isn't that mind-boggling? Now think about your brain. What's happening to your brain when you read? I mean, really, what's going through your mind when you read? It kind of is, I mean, it kind of gets on fire, doesn't it? One hundred, and I, rarely do I use the term or percentage 100%. In this case, though, when I've met people who are either going through a midlife crisis or they're kind of in a funk, you know, that little low that we sometimes get into, 100% of the people, when I ask them this question, will respond with, no, I'm not actually doing it right now. And here's the question. I'll ask them, how often do you read on a daily basis? Are you currently reading books right now that are nonfiction, that are inspiring and motivating in some sort of way? And with 100% accuracy, they will say, I am not. <laughs> and oftentimes it sparks this idea in their mind and they say, you know, I was at one time. Why did I stop? And really it is a habit of success. It takes a discipline and a skill set. I should say a discipline and a mindset to sit down and actually take the time to do it. And for those who do... The results are absolutely incredible. So that is number one. Read a book a month. Now think about this. Being a transformational leader, a parent, it's not just about becoming your best and my best. It's also about helping the other people around us become their best. So let's look at this from the perspective of our kids. What could you do to get your kids reading the right books, to be the best in the world at whatever it is they're even thinking about? So for example, when I was a teenager, my dad paid me $50 to read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And my only job to get the $50 was to write a five-page report. It was brilliant on his part. I think that was a pivotal moment in my life, in large part because of the book. And so, you know, what a great leader my dad was when he did that for me. And so as parents, what can you do with your own children to get them to read, to put things in their mind? Greatness in, greatness out, G-I-G-O. And maybe it is a $50, you know, motivating payment to them. Maybe it's an airplane ride. Maybe it's just a trip out as a family somewhere. What would get them to start doing that? So that's number one. Read at least a book a month. And then once that becomes a habit, maybe make it two books a month. And, and some people ask, well, how do you actually do this? Well, it goes back to pre-week planning. And many of you are familiar with pre-week planning. To make it simple, if you'll just schedule in your day 15 minutes a day, then anyone can do this. So rather than saying, I'm going to read two chapters this week, just simply schedule 15 minutes in every day. And oftentimes it's better to do that during the day rather than wait until the evening when you're tired. And some people can get it done in the evening, and that's fine. If it works for you, great. Uh, however, for many people, that it's just too hard to do that, and it ends up getting procrastinated or you know pushed off, and, and through procrastination, they end up not doing it. So maybe 15 minutes a day, if you're not doing anything now, is a good starting point for that one. All right, so read a book a month. That's how you get the right knowledge to be the best in the world at what you want to do. And, and just one last comment on that. If you're in sales, consider reading a book a month on sales. Maybe it's a book a month on motivation. If you're a parent and that's your real focus right now, that's the big issue in your life, start out reading a book a month on parenting 
and watch the ideas as it flows. It, it really does fire up the mind. Number two is very similar, and that is to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. Now, by virtue of you hearing my voice, <laughs> you're already doing this. And I heard a great saying a few months ago. Someone said, turn your car into a university. I thought that was fairly profound. In other words, when we're in the car with our children, first of all, who owns the radio? <laughs> a lot of us may say our kids own the radio. The truth is the parent owns the radio. So what is being put into our minds when we're in the car? Well, a lot of us have commutes of 30 minutes, an hour. What a great opportunity to put greatness in. My wife is a terrific example of this. Although she stays at home with the kids and helps take care of the house full time, she fills her mind constantly with different ideas through podcasts. So she'll listen to these different podcasts throughout the day. And by the way, her favorite podcast is the Becoming Your Best podcast. <laughs> I've got to put that one in there. Well, she listens to a lot of these podcasts, and then she'll share ideas with me when I get home, and she'll say, guess what I learned today? How about this and this? And this is like her mind is on fire. And so I credit her with, with taking that opportunity. She'll clean the kitchen, and in the background, there's a podcast going. And that really does fire up the mind. It's creating a university in our car or even in our kitchen. So that's number two. Listen to podcasts and audiobooks when we're in a place where we can't read. Uh, by the way, one question I get asked all the time in the seminar is, can you substitute an audiobook and podcast for the actual act of reading? And the answer is no. <laughs> reading actually fires up parts of the brain that otherwise will stay dormant. Podcasts and audiobooks are incredible. However, they do not replace the act of reading. Number three, invest in yourself. Now, typically, just to come up with an objective number, we suggest 3% of your income back into yourself. Now, think, isn't that a mindset? How many people would immediately say, there's no way, can't do it? Well, and then there's a small number of people who would say, all right, how can I do it? And they find a way to do it. They make time in their calendar to be at a certain event, a certain mastermind. They make a way to take 3% and invest it back into themselves. Now, think about this and why this is so important. I've never bought a book or paid for a seminar in my life, yet I've invested in many of them. You see the difference in mindset? If we view something as an expense, if it's going to become a loss, we don't do it. We avoid it. It's a negative, it's a negative energy type event in our life. However, when we invest in something and we know it's going to pay a huge dividend in return, we have no problem with it. So for example, let's say that there's a two-day seminar or a three-day seminar or whatever it is. And you were going to invest $1,000 in that seminar. Now, just hypothetically, if you knew that it was going to return you a million dollars, how long would you have to think about that decision? Well, yeah, for most of us, it'd be a no-brainer. Say, all right, when and where? I'll be there. <laughs> Yet, oftentimes, we just don't see it that way because of this programming that many of us have received. And it, and it becomes such a laborious decision for so many people to make. And that's why this is a mindset. And, and one way to overcome this, by the way, is to make it a goal. If you make it a written goal every year as part of your annual goals, then it becomes a very objective, measurable goal, and it's not something you even have to think about. Now the matter of it is just, when will you do it? And so for me, it's a goal every year, and I have a dollar amount that I'll invest every year. And so not, it's not a question of if, it's just when and how will I do it this year. Uh, there are a lot of people that ask, well, let's take becoming your best as an example. When and how could we do that? How could I bring a family member or a team member out to one of your conferences? Well, twice a year, there's a breakthrough leadership conference, which is very focused on you. It's the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, the six-step process, and it's how do you achieve and accelerate your success faster. There's also another event called the Entrepreneur Success Bootcamp, which is done 
uh, also twice a year. This is for those in the business world, whether it's an internal or an external entrepreneur who want to not only save time and money, but sleep well at night in the process. <laughs> Too many people take an idea and they go right to execution. Well, at the Entrepreneur Success Bootcamp, you're going to learn how to vet the idea to, number one, make sure that the idea is great. And I'm talking about whether it's a startup or a very mature company, talking about a new product line or a new service. Then how do you go through a go-no-go process to ensure that it's a go decision, that you have everything in place to be successful? Then how do you get the right pieces in place and test the idea, scale it, and then ultimately an exit or succession plan? It's a totally different way of thinking for most entrepreneurs, yet it's an investment. And I've watched people struggle with this decision of, oh, do you take two and a half days to do that? Well, are you kidding me? How much time and money and energy is lost because of mistakes made in startups? And what if you could eliminate and save on a lot of those? And see, it's just a mindset shift. One's an expense mindset. The other is an investment. That's why that's number three. Invest in yourself at least 3% of your income. And then lastly, number four is to get a coach. And I don't know if I would have said this maybe five to six years ago. This is something that I've really learned and developed a, uh, a powerful, uh, you can almost say testimony, but a powerful conviction of because of the experience that we've had. So we have a coach now that we've been using for four years. He's, he's an incredible friend and mentor, and he has coaches over and over and over. When we ask successful leaders, what are some of the things that make you so successful? This was one of the common responses. Not only did they read often to get the right knowledge, they said, I realize that I can't do it myself, that there are people who can see the blind spots that I can't see. And oftentimes, if you're talking about a leader or even someone in, like a neighbor, they're not going to be willing to tell you about your blind spots. Uh, you know, they don't want to offend you or they don't want to hurt a potential promotion for them. Whereas a coach can tell you very clearly, hey, here's a blind spot that you're missing. And this could be a huge deal. Think of Michael Jordan, for example. He had an offensive coach. He had a defensive coach. He had a dribbling coach, a shooting coach. So if it's good enough for Michael Jordan, why wouldn't it be good enough for everyone else? And that is a very powerful way of when someone says, you know, if I have fifteen dollars or $20,000 to invest, should I train my team? Should I do executive coaching? Should I attend a Breakthrough Leadership Conference? Well, all of the above are great. There is nothing better than personal coaching because it's one-on-one. -on -one, it's all about you and your success. And here's a way to vet coaches because there are a million life coaches out there. And there are hundreds of thousands who really probably won't help in a dramatic way. And we learned that lesson early on. We invested $2,000 to this life coach who said, hey, we could really help you with your speaking. And we said, okay, great. We gave her $2,000 and both my dad and I met with her. And 30 seconds into the conversation, we realized that we had flushed that money down the toilet. <laughs> so here's how you vet a coach if you're actively looking for one. Have they been there and done it? Have they been there and done it successfully? And are they still doing it successfully? In whatever field you're talking about, so whether it's parenting, running a business, growing your sales, have they been there and done that? Have they been there and done it successfully? And are they still doing it successfully? And if so, there's a good chance they can help you. And then, of course, you have to match up their personalities to make sure they work for you. So imagine the impact in your life. If you did just a few of these things, you started actively reading. Maybe it's one book a month, maybe it's two books a month, whatever works for you. In the car, you turn it into a university, so you're filling your mind with greatness. Podcasts, audiobooks. You now make a determination and ask yourself, what is 3% of your income? Okay, you mark that off and say, this year I'm going to invest that and I'm going to attend a two-day seminar. Maybe it's the Breakthrough Leadership Conference. 
Maybe it's someone else's. Whatever works for you. And then lastly, you say, you know what? I realize I can't do this alone. I'm going to go get a coach. What would be the impact if you started doing those things? Well, it'd be enormous, wouldn't it? A lot of people won't do it, though, because they view it as an expense. Uh, they can't afford to take two days of their time. When in reality, they can't afford not to. And that's why this principle is one of the 12 principles of highly successful leaders. Because they don't make excuses. They figure out a way to go get the right knowledge, realizing that they have this hunger and thirst to learn, knowing that they don't have it, that they don't have all the answers, and that it's a lifelong journey and process. And that's why we start every seminar with the quote, good, better, best. Never let it rest till the good is better and the better is best. Each one of us is on this journey on how do we get better? How do you become a better parent? How do you become a better executive or manager or sales rep or customer service rep? How do you become a better neighbor, contributor to society? It's that question combined with the mindset and the skill set that helps us move towards becoming our very best. And so hopefully this has sparked some ideas in your mind. Uh, let me finish going back to the story I started with. My friend who started this organization two years ago when he said, Rob, I'm not worried about it because no one is going to out-hustle me. And this is all part of it. I met him at a mastermind group that he was attending with us. That's where we became friends and connected. If he wouldn't have invested in himself, if I would not have invested in myself that day for that mastermind group, we would have never met. We would not have that friendship. And it's because of this principle that we even have that relationship. So hopefully this has sparked an idea in your mind. I would invite you now to sit down if you're in a place where you can do it and write out at least one thing that you can commit to do better to apply the power of knowledge, to get the right knowledge and then actually use it. Apply both the mindset and the skill set. So with that, we're going to sign off for this podcast. Wish you a fabulous week and always remember that one person, you, one person can make a difference. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. We want to know what your big takeaways were, so head on over to becomingyourbest.com and you can find all the information about the podcast right there as well as the show notes page where we'd love to hear what you thought about each and every single episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. A rating and review is by far the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps other people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now it's all in your hands. It's time for you to go out there to take action and truly start becoming your best.